dice tend to roll better than the metal dice. All right. Depends on what kind of bounce I get. Here's something to ponder. Now, if you're testing out your die, I would go for the ones that roll the lowest because me yeah. from my probability standpoint, you should be getting higher when you get those. Get those bad rolls out, out of exactly. the way. Exactly. I mean... <laughs> Honestly, I, it doesn't I, matter. <laughs> I've had really good nights. I've had really bad nights. All right. Welcome to the show. Um, excited to get into all this and get rolling for sure. And that's right. That's right. Welcome back to the players. Do want to take a moment and recognize that we have, to my knowledge, two veterans with us tonight. And this week is Veterans Day is on Wednesday. So thank you for your service to Nemoria and Grayson. You guys did your part and we're happy that you did. So. Hopefully, nothing bad happens tonight. <laughs> I just you. <laughs> <laughs> this should be set up uh, So, about campaign two. No. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be re rolling your characters. <laughs> uh, that's other content that I need to get on that I keep neglecting to do. Is some some instructional well, videos on. Reroll our characters. Well, yeah, yeah, just some instructional videos on rerolling characters and what some some stats mean. Just general like D and D stuff, but. That would be very good. Yeah, and I'll, I'll begin with you guys because I think uh, that's some of the stuff I want you guys to be involved into if you want. Uh, but mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. Tonight we need to get rolling, so. Where we left off, the party finally opened the last seal into the uh, the chamber of the heart, walking through some ancient statues. They entered into a room with a massive, beating, corrupted heart. Uh, after fighting through over an hour of madness, As it beat them relentlessly, they landed the final blow. And as the heart beat for its last time, five spirits walked forward in front of the group. And that is where we left off. So let's get this back going and... Roll initiative. (laughs) I would surprise me. Vines, spiders, baby heart... It's got to be cute like Baby Yoda, right? Yeah. Eating somebody's young. Yeah, eating the spawn of a dang species. <laughs> Frog. I guess that's spoilers if anybody hasn't seen it yet. All right. What do you guys want to do? Well, I'm on my knees. Exhausted. I'm gonna just turn around and start yelling. Who needs help? Who, need, who needs it? Uh, I have some. Where the five ghosts that are walking up to you? Huh. Yeah, that the ghosts are standing right there in, in front of you, uh, Grayson. And I need, well, all all of you to make a perception check. Oh, okay. 
Um, 23. Okay. 26. Okay. 17. Okay. Play lock. 10? Yes. Okay. Uh, so everyone but Blaylock and Nemoria, while you're looking at these spirits standing in front of you, you notice they look quite familiar to the statues that were carved that you walked through earlier. And one of them in particular um, looks looks like uh, another spirit you've seen in this place uh, recently. And they stand over you, Grayson, uh, just kind of looking down at you with uh, just a very somber look on their face. And you said I, and you said we don't, me and him don't know who it is. Uh, Namori and Blaylock didn't uh, recognize that you don't recognize them. So I'm, I'm, so basically, I'm, I'm gonna be fearing for Grayson. I'm gonna run over to Grayson. Okay. Okay. So, is this evil you're doing? I kind of just look up at him. So, Blaylock, you said you're going to charge them. I'm going to charge them. Okay. Make a. So yeah, I'm just gonna run out. I'm gonna use horns. Okay. Six. You charge forward from the back of the room, and the one on the far left, it raises a hand up, and it's like you you hit a magical barrier, and as you do, you kind of reel and fly backwards, uh, prone, onto the ground. Run. With me seeing this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my steel and try to bash him. Okay, go for it. Um, 15 to hit. That misses. As they're looking down at you, uh, you, you kind of take your shield and, and push in toward them. And again, uh, you, you fly off and uh, land on your back and you're now prone Zormir what are you doing I'm just kind of tremoring in, in uh, my spot I, I swear I didn't take the sword I didn't do it Why are you, you're going to hurt us are you okay they look down at Grayson. We are the kings and queens of the elven stronghold. Their, their voice reverberates within your skull. We thank you for curing the forest's heart. 
We planted it here. Many centuries ago. And stand watch over it. But we were powerless. To stop what happened to it. And he looks down at Blaylock and Namoria. We question your decision to come at us like you have. Do you look ill I don't upon us? Here's the problem. Everyone that has come down here has suffered some sort of madness. A result. I'm gonna bring out the force turret. Okay. Zormir, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna bring out my uh, daggers and start like sleuthing around the uh, now dead heart, looking at, scoping out the ghosts and seeing if I can find a weak point. Okay, Blaylock, you bring out your turret. I hear, did they actually talk in my mind, or is it just... Yes, crazy? it's in... You You all hear it. Oh, okay. I thought it was just Grayson. <clears throat> is anybody else hearing that? Stand down, Blaylock. We all hear it. That's a first. Namoria? What, what are you doing? I'm going to just reach over because I'm still kind of skeptical about, about what's going on. I'm going to just cast healing word on, on Grayson because I know he's super exhausted. I want to give him some healing. Uh, that would be for uh, seven points. Okay. Because I'm expecting another fight at this point. All right. Does everybody hear this? Mm, Grayson, Namoria. I hear it. Dormir, Alberon. Alberon, do you hear? Alberon, where's Alberon? You hear nothing coming from Alberon. Can I see him? Mm-hmm. And he's he's down. He's down. All right. I'm going to run over him, run over to him, and as I'm running, Namoria, forget those ghosts. Get over here. I need your help. Hold on. And I turn around and I see Alberon on the ground. I'm going to run over there and uh, hit him with Cantrip, uh, Spare the Dying. I'm going to grab him by the shoulders and try and shake him awake. Let me at him. Okay, while you guys are heading over there, Grayson, the spirits are kind of looking at you since you were the first to say something to them. We thank you for ridding this place of this evil. And you see the queen turn and kind of raise a hand and the heart begins to just fade and decay, almost like sizzle in the room as it slowly uh, the, the smoke fills 
that part of the room until it turns into an ash and just kind of lightly blows. And she steps closer to it. And just lightly you hear doom, doom. Doom, doom. Doom, doom. And through them you see this small beating earthen heart. Green as every forest you've ever seen. And the vines attached to it that are black and brown with decay. You see them start changing, twisting. They turn green. Leaves start forming out of them. They seem to spring with life where before was just corruption and death. You really think that's such a good idea? You couldn't control what happened to it in the first place. How could you let it get so bad? <sighs> the heart has been buried down here for so long, keeping life to the forest, to the Fenimar. It's what keeps it green and strong. But it was corrupted. It was never to be found. But some dark evil, it came down here, pierced the vines, and corruption was filled into it, an unimaginable power. In our state, we could not stop it. And those that tried are among us now. This heart beats. It will be strong, but it will take a long time to heal the forest here and make it what it once was before. But we wouldn't be this far if it wasn't for all of you. Nemoria, you reach down and cast spare the dying. Nothing happens. Alberond isn't breathing. Mario, you gotta have you have something else you can do, right? Yeah, I don't I only know one more thing to do. So I just kind of bow my head in silence and and I, I send a prayer up to Eastob. Just praying for him to come and heal him. Sparing. Prove that, you know, prove to these others that you are worthy of who you are. Show them your power. While he's doing that out of a fit of desperation, I'm rummaging through my backpack. Anybody, anybody have a potion? Of, anybody have healing potion? Oh, I got one here. Um, I'll pull it out of my bag and pop the top off and just in one smooth motion, open up his mouth and start pouring it in. Okay. You pour it into his mouth. Nothing happens. Wasting. 
Just go over there. Albron, wake up. You can't... You just, just take a breath in. You, you can't, you can't, we've, we've come so far. We just, we just got back together. You can't leave me just yet. What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to the, uh, uh, to the north of, uh, Nemoria. Okay. After I get done praying, I'm going to stand up and I'm gonna walk over to, um, the ghost. One of us. And I'm going to ask them, say, listen, for everything that we've done, we've helped you out. Can you help us? Can you save our friend? So go ahead and roll a percentile dice. So it's the, the big dice with a D10. Hmm. Oh, And roll a d10? Yep. Come on. Really slow tonight. It will be a 20 and then a 9. Okay, so 29. You send your prayers up to Ishtab to show his power but this far down and this new with this kind of power nothing is sent so you stand up walk over to the spirits and look at them and what was it you wanted to say to them I just I just begging for them listen Alberon he's risked his life for us we've risked our lives to save you guys could you could you so much as to help us save him whatever power that you have would you be able to bring him back that's his brother that's his brother sitting there and they've been apart for so many years we would be grateful for what you could do for us they look down at you i'm afraid that your friend is part of nature now and it's beyond our power to disrupt that here. Why? I mean, we, you've got more power than I think you do. Memoria, they are nothing but spirits. Long lost spirits. Something's got to be done. We just can't lay here and sit here and watch this happen. We've almost killed ourselves for these people down here. And this is all we're asking is just one favor. We have done nothing for them. We were here for a shard. Yeah, in the meantime, everything that we've done for these people in the meantime, while we're looking for that shard. This is, this is just, it's wrong on so many levels. I'm not disagreeing with you, but it is not up to them. I just have a look of, I don't know, just anger and just seething in me because I want to, I, I can't do what I'm designed to do. And I'm just, I'm so angry. I just turn around and walk back over and, and I hit him with spare of the dying again. You are not going to die on me today. You can't. I'm the cleric. And I hit him with spare of the dying. 
Nothing happens. Albright, Moria, uh, you can't should. save everybody. No, but I Not should be. everybody is going to come back. All because I don't have a diamond anymore. We should have been thinking about getting another diamond, and we wouldn't be in this predicament. Not one of our priorities. Well, I'm sorry for you, that, but it's it's a priority for me. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad in general. I'm just mad. It shouldn't happen this way. Death is part of life. You know this as well as all of us. I just sit down next to him and I, I just I, I, I just start crying at this point because I feel like a failure. So I'm just I'm just going to bow my head and just, you know, just start crying. Blaylock, Zoramir, what are you going to be doing? I, I'm just kneeling down over Albron, just tears running down my face. Albron, I should have, I should have never had you come and play with us. If, if I just, I told you to just stay, you weren't prepared to fight in here. Uh, we you should have just, just stayed back in the hall where you're safe. You, there was, you should, we shouldn't have had you come in here and play with us. It was, it was stupid. What were we thinking? There's no way that was going to end good. Zormir, he saved us. I don't think. What do we do in return? Get him killed? I'm gonna stand up and charge over to the the spirits. Is there anything we can do for you? We came in here, defeated this heart. You said you you couldn't even defeat. You guys are you're mystical creatures. There has to be something in your power that you can do to help my brother. We've been separated for years, and I just I met him hours ago. We reunited, and we we had so many adventures yet to explore that we unless you guys can help us, this can't just let him die on the floor of this cold, dark dungeon. They look down at you and you can see sadness on one of their faces. Deep sadness. And an ethereal hand reaches out, places on your shoulder, looks deep into your eyes. I'm sorry, little one. This is the way of the forest as the tree grows. Sometimes it's cut down much before its prime. Knew I should have just taken that sword good for nothing. A storm back over to Elbron. They look at Grayson again since he's the only one there. Thank you again for bringing life to the forest. And with that, all five of them fade into the mist. I'll stand up. 
just kind of ask everybody how they are, what our needs are, as far as healing. I think you need to be in your right mind. It's going to be a long time before I'm in my right mind. We knew coming down here the darkness we were facing. We all came down here of our own choice. I do not dispute that. You are right on that. Just wish the outcome would have been different. Well, without his help, we probably would have all died down here. Well, I think we should so, carry him out. We should. We. I don't want to bury him here. He doesn't deserve to be here. He deserves a better place. I'm gonna look at. Um, he should be honored. Absolutely, Laylock. How are you doing, buddy? I'm gonna go over and I'm just gonna put my hand on his right between his where his horns are right on his forehead and I'm gonna cast Lust of Restoration on him. Okay. So Blaylock, uh, as Nemoria reaches out and places her hand on your shoulder, uh, you again feel your fur start condensating. You have little beads of water form uh, from your neck down some of them joining together and kind of running down like you're standing out in a, in a cold rain. And as you do for the first time in a while, your eyes, you blink them a few times and they clear and your head clears of the madness within. So <clears throat> going to, um, I'm going to shake my head and then look at Nemoria. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna grab her by her breastplate. Whatever I can for a gra- to grab her by her breastplate. Mm. Why does your fickle god choose to help me and not him? And then I'll tr- I'll I'll like shove her like or at least attempt to shove her towards and fate to face. Um, uh, what's his butt? Alberond. Two deities two gods one he chose to follow one you choose to follow can do nothing for him he has suffered like none of us have under that creature's captivity and these two gods have done nothing but cause him more pain. And I'll let her go. I just, I'll lower my head, sobbing. I, 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 I don't know what to, I, I have no word. I don't know. It he, isn't he, for you to answer. It is for these gods that we worship. I know the last time that I turned my back on a god and that and, and bad things happened. I'm not about to do that 
but I will. I am going to ask questions. Why one day we get what we want, the next day he's fickle. I, I don't understand. I, I don't have words. I don't have it to give you because those Because we are their playthings. I have told you this since you've met me. We are there for when they need something. In the middle of all this, I'm, I dropped my daggers and I dropped my knees to the ground and just my head on Albron's chest, tears running down my face. As you place your face on Albron and the tears run down, you just feel his body, the once warm body from the other night as you were camping and the memories of you, him snuggling up against you and the warmth of his body. It's now cold, dark. And you take your ear to struggle for even the faintest bit of heartbeat in his body, sometimes thinking that was one but you listen harder and there's no sound. So the tears run down, soaking his tunic. You all stop bickering over his body and show some respect. You are right. That was, this is not the time. I'm sorry, friend. Grayson, you're our leader. You're our guide, should I say. Can you lead us out of here? We have no business being here that I know of. We need to go. And I'm going to look around the room. I'm going to reach down and and I'm going to just kind of pick Zoramir by the arm and stand him up and say, little one, let me take him. I'm going to pick Zoramir. We'll pick Alberon up. I'm just dead weight. No. So you... You grab a hold of the back of Zoramir and just kind of as gently as you can with how he is. And it's just like moving a, a dead body. He's just kind of all all muscle movement is just gone lax. And you kind of pick him up and set him down. And he, he plops down, hands into his lap, face sullen and staring off with a thousand yard stare into the corner of the room. And as you do, you gently pick up and break off some of the vines and pierced into Alberon that were still there and you pull them out of his flesh and lift him up and put him over your shoulders gently as possible taking time to cover his face in respect as you hold him there Grayson you said you were doing what? I'll do a quick look at the room okay uh, looking around the room like I said, you've noticed more and more the vines turning a, a verdant green and, and leaves forming. And uh, the overall feeling, um, the place doesn't feel as dark. Like the lighting is the same, but the place in general doesn't feel as dark as it once did. The The foreboding feelings that you felt coming in here are no longer here. There's no signs of the shard piece or anything like that? No. Alright. I guess we will start heading back out to the main chamber. Okay. 
So slowly and as respectfully as you can, you move back through the chamber, up the long stairway, into the tree, taking it all in of what this adventure is, what it has cost. You work your way down the tree and back onto the forest floor. All of you make a perception check. At 20 for 27. Okay. At 20. Okay. I rolled a natural one so I could re-roll and I got a two. Um, (laughs) You're distracted. (laughs) That's fair, yeah. That's very very fitting. Blaylock? Uh, Six. Okay. So Nemoria and Grayson. I'm too busy looking for that that broken down treasure chest that I kicked over the edge. <laughs> okay, we we'll get to that. I, all I needed was a verbal cue that somebody remembered that. So, um, what what you two notice is that even though just moments ago all this happened, you know, probably took an hour to get back to the hub and through all this, being taking care with the body. That, that you're carrying but for the first time since you've been here you see small signs of plant growth on the forest floor um, looking up into the trees uh, nearby small buds have formed at the end of the branches Grayson what is it you see it. That was that's very fast. Well, with how fast the corruption took over this place, I would hope that the healing would spread a little bit. At least as fast. I'm gonna um, take out of my backpack uh, a certain compass and walk up to a tree and hold it against the tree. Um, I'm unaware of what compass you're talking about. I know what compass he has. Come on. Okay. Um, let me get to that. One thing at a time, you guys are hitting me fast here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Blaylock, you went off did you go off just by yourself searching for the, the chest that you... Yeah, I, I exit the tree and I just start looking around for that chest, hoping for some reward for acting like a horse's rear end or a minotaur's rear end. Okay. Um, <laughs> g- give me a, a general investigation check. Twelve. Okay. You hmm. search for a bit and you actually find the... Uh, the broken chest. It, it's in a hundred pieces s- scattered all about, and you see coins everywhere. Uh, give me another investigation check. Is it just uh, Blaylock there? He's, he's the only one that said he was going out to do that. I don't know if this was close by or not. Okay. 
Uh, no, it's not close by where you're currently at because you're at the base of the ramp where the where the zombie beholder was. Um, and he's a couple trees down now. So you kind of see him just kind of walking off. But the way he's been acting, this isn't unnatural for him at this point. Okay. Um, you're going to spend the next bit of time picking up coins. And then I'll tell you what you got here in a bit. <laughs> yeah, I've got like a little makeshift like gold like metal detector like in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> Zormir, you placed the the compass on a tree and it points to the west of where you are now. Thing, I couldn't summon him with this thing, could I? No. Okay. But you you all kind of look around and notice Blaylock's not there anymore. Where's Blaylock? Uh, I'm going to look for Blaylock. Okay. Nemoria and Zoromir, what are you going to do? I'm just going to, after I hold up and see where the uh, the compass pointed, I, I don't I think I would like, it would be good to go see Boothok. He might be a good person to talk to about how to honor Elberon's body. I agree, little one. Boothok, well, he may have not done everything in his power to dissuade him from going into that tree definitely taught him some lessons that helped him survive well everybody just kind of seemed to leave us let's just either find him or let's wait on him before we move out we we, we need to find a clearing so we can all rest and get 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 some get some rest we're all tired yes Best we don't get split up. It's been a while since you've seen that screen, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, so can Zoramir and I look around and see where they went? Can we see the general direction they headed off? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and you kind of like Blaylock isn't making any effort to be quiet, and it's a forest floor. So you you hear him walking around and. Every now and then, you just hear him go, "Ah, <laughs> you know." Um, All right. I think I think Zormayer and I will just we'll, we'll just kind of like work our way over to that area to, so we can all be uh, together. Okay. You get over there, uh, and, and you help Blaylock pick up what you can find. So just kind of helps with the process, so it's a little faster. Um, whoever's recording money, you found. 156 gold pieces, 217 silver, 519 copper pieces, and Blaylock, you specifically found a small leather bag pouch. Uh, For the first time since you've met Zormir, he doesn't really seem too perked up by the gold or greedy to get it all for himself. Buddy? You're uh, not very excited about the gold. Are you alright? Is your... You know, I, know, I know you're sad. 
but how are you doing on the inside? How's your mind? Because I know we've been hit with a lot of a lot of bad stuff in the last last four or five days. We could have we could have gotten Alberon such beautiful weapons back in town with all this. Now what's it good for? Well, I'll make sure that we give him proper proper burial. We'll talk to Boothock, see what we can't do to honor him. He literally saved our bacons a couple times. He's he is, very good at it. He is due west of here, if the compass is to believe. Okay. And as you're talking, you hear a slight crunching on the floor, forest floor coming toward you. Whip is out, and I look in that direction. Okay. Since I'm holding Alvaro, I'm going to step behind. Step in the back. Okay. So we see what the threat is. Zoramir, Blaylock, what are you doing? F at the ready. Okay. I'm just standing there. So you all, all except for Zoramir, kind of set up and prepare as it the steps get heavier and louder. And as you step through, you see a familiar face. As Boothok emerges from the trees. Boothok. Look. You're here. cleansed the tree but at great cost the the voice of the forest has told me something and this is what I find you have helped the forest come back to life. It does me good that you found him. With life came death. He kind of walks over, raises a hand and lifts back the hood that of Alberon's cloak and cradles his chin in his hand such a young life cut short by the terrors within I would say helping can you I'm afraid this is beyond me Tell me, you and what did you find in there? The heart was corrupted. <gasps> the ancient heart? What else? It has been destroyed. Destroyed? But the forest returns. Yes. Spirits of the five 
brought it back to life. The spirits still reside there. Fascinating. Not a lot of good they did. Unfortunately, they watched all this corruption happen. They came after the job was done to say thank you and bid us adieu. You misunderstand them. The spirits of the past kings gave their lives to guard that place. Sacrifice to the forest to seal the heart to keep it safe. In life, they could have helped you. In death, they cannot. Oh, I'm well aware. Their actions showed it. That is unfamiliar to me. I share your sadness. And he looks down at Zoromir. Would you have me return him to the forest? Oberon spoke very highly of you, and I appreciate you trying to help him and guide him, even if it ended in this. I think he would be honored to be put to rest by you. Where would you like him to lie? Well, I only know the evil parts of this forest. Perhaps your judgment may be called into good favor here. I... I doubted all of your intentions when I first met you. Those who wander aimlessly into the forest can't always be trusted to have good intentions. I made my intentions quite clear that I wanted to get rid of the evil. You did. But so would anyone with darker intent. But I know of a place... It's far from here, but it would be the best. How far? Probably most of the day. I look around to everybody. Everybody fine with a little walk? Um, I open up my flask. We can here. We were unable to acquire a shard. This endeavor came at great cost. And all we have to show is, pardon me, Zoramir, one dead brother 
and one green forest. With the passing of one, the life of millions has been resurrected here. And he he places a hand on the trees and kind of, you see his eyes narrow and close. I feel the heartbeat again. The animals will return. This place will be green once more. The Fenomar returned. Not that we should discount the sadness of this place and of what happened, but we must rejoice in what you have done here. Oh, my friend Minotaur, don't say it's been for nothing. For me, it's been everything. And he kind of readies his staff a bit and begins walking to the north. I'll follow and then talk as I'm walking by him. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to follow as well. All right. I may be short-sighted. This has been not easy for anyone. I will dwell on what has transpired and try to look forward to what good has come from it. <clears throat> is Zoramir still carrying Alberon? I was never carrying. Uh, Nemorio is Nemorio is carrying Alberon. <clears throat> Nemoria, do you need assistance? No, we just. I'm just worried that we all, with Boothok here, I, I know we're in safe hands, but we all have a lot of bleeding and wounds. We. We really need to rest if it's going to be too much further. Maybe waiting until this last venture is done. That's fine. Putting young Alberon to rest. And let's do it. Thank you, friends. Grayson, what are what are you doing during this? I'm following in the rear, drinking. Okay. okay. <laughs> Go ahead and make uh, an alcohol check. Fifteen. Okay.
So you follow Boothok through the forest for quite some time. It's it's a long journey. Um, it doesn't help that he keeps talking to trees and stopping to point out plants and fungi to you that are beginning to to grow back. And he's extremely excited about it as he speaks with you. Um, does anyone want to do anything during the journey? Talk with Boothok about the different plants. Okay. So he explains to you how some of the fungi and plants that he's seen, he hasn't seen grow here in over 60 years. Um, since he was he was much younger uh, some of the the trees are, are rare trees not found anywhere else on the island uh, and produce different medicinal herbs uh, so and he's excited how these will come back into being uh, again so that so that some medicines can be made and at, at one point he stops and even mentioned something to Grayson about uh, a variety of hops and, and things for for brewing that was used a, a very long time ago to brew special beers and things. Um, so, but you, you have to kind of goad him along to, to keep him moving. And I'll just start pointing ahead and I'll point, well, what about this? What is this? And I try to spur him along by pointing forward at stuff in front of us. Okay, so, and, and like a, a, an excited child, he just kind of moves on to the next one to, to look at it. Um, eventually, you come to a little bit of a, a smaller clearing, and you see a, an old, dead tree stump. It looks like the tree was struck by lightning a very long time ago, and it's just al- almost like resting there by itself it's got a small clearing around it it's the the tree itself being a really dark brown almost black in color jagged at the top it's probably about 20 feet wide and about 35 feet tall uh, to the point that it was broken and Boothock stops here at the tree this is the place Here. Any what is the significance of this particular tree? And he looks at you, and in a in something you haven't really seen from him, he smiles at you, and you've never seen a turtle really smile, and it it's a little unnerving because their mouths yeah, are so wide, it, it curls <laughs> up, uh, really high up, almost to the back of the eyes, and he looks at you and says. Trust Boothok. And he places a, a hand on the stump, and you hear him say, Elder High Finn. And he walks into the tree, disappearing inside into the tree. I take a startled step back. Where'd where, where he go? Going? I'm going to try and repeat what he said. Eridai. 
Buzak. <laughs> and then I'm going to walk into the tree. Quick, quick, cluck, cluck. <laughs> and he, he, you walk through the tree, and the rest of you hear just this faint chuckle <laughs> coming from inside the tree. Wait, Blaylock did successfully walk in? He walked through, yeah. I'm going to look around at everybody and then just walk at the tree. You walk and pass through the tree. Grab on the Zormer. You didn't say the words! No. <laughs> just going to kind of shrug my shoulders and follow behind. You pass through the tree. Grayson? I can't hear you if you're talking, Grayson. Can you hear me? Now we can hear you. Uh, I don't want to, but I walked through the tree. <laughs> okay. Take a big old swig before you enter in. <laughs> as you, as the party walks through the stump, you kind of stumble a bit as your feet hit stone. Well-carved walls lie in a stairwell that descends down into darkness. Sconces burn along the walls, all lit, illuminating the way down in a kind of a bluish-orange light. Boothok motions you forward and begins trundling downward down the spiral stairway. Lighten. Can I, do I recognize this, the, uh, any of the architecture here, since we're in stone now? Give me that history check you love so much. Yeah. Second, I gotta confirm. Negative two. Fifteen. I have a plus eight. I was very sad. All right. You, I'm guessing you're all following him down. Yeah. Okay. The stairs seem to proceed forever as you go deeper, deeper underground. And as the, as you gain, go deeper into this area, you notice the illumination begins to grow as your feet finally find purchase on the bottom floor and you kind of stumble a bit and you were so paying attention to where you were walking uh, that when you look up, you see the, the lights glinting back at you reflecting off golden architecture before you lies a great hall and it towers above you about 20 feet. And down at the end of the hall is a massive golden door. Before it stands two ornately dressed guards donning intricate armor of metal leaves stitched together and uh, etched across the steel on their chest. In their hands... They hold tightly onto a tall halberd that just glints in the light. 
Boothok again turns to you and grins as he beckons you forward. They, are they alive? The two guards? That was my next question. You haven't seen them move. Hmm. Where is this? This, this place Where are is we? elven in nature. And I am unsure if those sentries are sentries or statues or both. I'll follow Boothak. Okay. You, he just continues to walk down. As you walk down this long hall, to your left and right are images of the great heart tree from the forest. Small ethereal leaves blow across the images gently. And you swear you can feel a breeze pass over your face as you just kind of take all this in and in awe-inspiring. The air itself is thin and smells of cinnamon and cloves. It's very pleasant compared to where you've been over the last few days. Your feet kind of drag from exhaustion and wounds sadness as you proceed further down the hall. This a shrine, Boothok? <laughs> Come with me. I'll look behind me and just wave my I'll just like nod my head forward. Is there any sign of this place being lived in at all? <clears throat> at all? It's pristine where you're at. It's very clean. Hmm. No dust? No dust. As Boothok approaches the door, the guards stretch out their weapons, crossing in front of it with a blocking the doorway. It just moved. They look down. Boothok of Tribe Mossback. We welcome you back to Loranus Vey. Tell us, who do you bring to our sanctuary? Boothok looks at them. These adventurers have healed the heart of Fainamar. And I must speak with the broken king. King? The guards look at each other and look you all over. Uh, especially Blaylock being a minotaur. <laughs> One of them lets out a small chuckle and quickly muffles it as that's not the contact he's supposed to, to have here. Boothok of Tribe Mossback. You may enter, but you are responsible for the conduct of your party. And they turn and face all of you. Cause no trouble here. 
This is a sanctuary, and violating the standard law of men and elves will be dealt with swiftly. They lift their halberds, halberds with a shh, and again return to almost stone-like poise to the side of the door. And as they do, the doors and open up. Boothok nods at them and moves forward inside. I'm just standing there, eyes wide open, mouth agape at them for a few seconds until I realize everybody else is moving forward and snap out of it and continue forward. What are the rest of you doing? Standing here holding Alvaron's body just in, in amazement. Grayson? <laughs> I'm just looking at him as I've got the bottle to my mouth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oops. Uh, you pass through the doors into a scene that's even hard to comprehend comparing where you've been the last few weeks of your journeys. As you look down, you see a large central street that passes through the center of a small underground city. Ending. Go ahead. So I'm going to take off my hat when I come in, not knowing what I'm about to walk into. When he said sanctuary, I took off my hat. Okay. The street continues on, ending at a massive tree that stands tall, underground. Green ethereal leaves seem to drift from it almost constantly. You see children running and playing back and forth as homes and small shops line the main thoroughfare. Children point and giggle as they see you enter the city. And as you're taking it all in, you look up and you're almost blinded by a bright light inside the cavern, shining down onto the city, simulating some sort of day-night cycle for the, the residents here. The architecture leans into a very earthy tone with sculpted vines covering pillars and the facades of most of the buildings are covered in these as you walk further down this street. Emerald lamps burn down the central street to, until they encompass a large fountain in this, in sort of a city square. The fountain is of a large stone tree intricately carved with outstretched branches, water dripping from each branch into a pool surrounding the base and you see residents running up, scooping water into large pitchers, carrying it to their home, joking, laughing to each other as they pass by on their day-to-day -day business. A couple of small children run up to Boothok and kind of pull on him a little bit and laugh. And he gently pats their heads and sends them on their way. And they just start laughing and run, run away down the street. Let me send you something here. 
So send it to the chat for you guys and for our viewers. Is this a new map? Welcome to Lorona's Bay. Lorona's Bay. Thank you. Got the letters backwards on the map. Do what? You get the letters backwards on the map. Lorona's? Oh, Lenoris. Lenoris Bay. Sorry. Huh. Uh, I misspelled it in my own notes. So. Oh, see? It's the 7D oh. curse. We it, just misspell everything. And we do. Everything. We do. It's a thing. <laughs> As you continue down the street in Lenoris Vey, uh, an elf becomes rapidly moving up uh, toward Boothok. He's dressed in fine robes of purple and green, uh, etched with uh, the cloth is inlaid with golden thread. You can see it shining through the the colors, and it seems to glint in the light from the sun. A red tunic kind of peeks out from a V in the robe uh, that he has underneath it, and his golden hair falls to his shoulders, kept separate by a headband of pure emerald and gold. His eyes are a kind bluish, almost white, and his face chiseled to perfection. On his hip, he wears a, a scimitar with an elven script etched down the blade. He runs up, embraces Boothok, in an awkward embrace as Boothok squirms a bit, not being the hug type. Boothok, you old fungus! It's been too long! How are you, my friend? Boothok kind of wiggles out of this awkward hug and... Kelthalus, it does my heart to see you well. Kalthalis looks down at Boothok and kind of looks around at all of you. So, what brings you here? We haven't seen you in months. Uh, and turns to all of you. Oh, my manners. Uh, forgive me. Uh, I am Kalthalis Swiftleaf, Master at Arms of Lenoris Vey. And he, and he gives a, a bow to to all of you. I've heard Swiftleaf before, haven't I? Um probably. I'd have to look back there. Wasn't he the king? Uh I think so. Yeah, I'll have to look at what you have in your notes. <laughs> And he, you see Kalthalis just kind of, he's just kind of looking at, at all of you, waiting for introductions, and he stops at Nemoria. And he holds a hand up as you begin to speak. Have you... Have you lost someone? 
Yes. His name is Alberon. Who's my brother? And we found him down in the depths of that evil, evil tree. Almost made it out with him alive, but he was taken at the very last moment. He walks up to you, Zormir, and he squats down to be eye level with you and reaches out a hand, placing it on your shoulder. I am so sorry for your loss. And let let me get my people and to take him. And they he raises a hand up and almost out of nowhere a couple guards come in to and they they kind of place a hand down to you Nemoria to to take the body from you if you allow I it step back I step back I have carried him this far I will carry him the rest of the way I will follow you okay and they nod and uh, Kalthalos looks at you. They will take you to a place of peace and you follow them further down the road. He then returns to the rest of you. Who might I have the pleasure of meeting here? Oh, wait, they, they just walk off with Albron's body? Yeah. Uh, I'm following along, right? If you want to, go ahead. Yes, I am following along. Okay. So, he comes up to you, Grayson, kind of puts out a hand. (coughs) Grayson Harper. Ah, I see. And he looks at Blaylock. And you might be? Blaylock Rayburn of the tribe of Two Rivers. I will say, uh, people will be kind, but they haven't seen one of your kind. And some of them probably never. I will forgive any... Uh disruptions that that might cause. No harm intended. My tribe is a private people for obvious reasons. And Boothok turns to him. Keltaus, we need to speak to the king about recent events at the Heart Tree. And Kalthalos looks back. Uh, well, just, um... Boothok, old friend. You can... You can tell me. I tell the king. And Boothok looks back. No. This... This must be... told to the king... directly. It's of great importance... 
Kalthalos looks back at him. The this is not the best time. Um, the the king is not accepting new visitors right now, and it could be a couple days before he's ready. But um, you are all welcome to stay here and under our care. And it looks like you could use some rest. You're telling me you hide down here while things get worse up there? Boothok turns to you. Grayson, it's much more complicated than that. I take another swig. Well, um... I do intend to meet the other parties of yours, but they'll be headed to the resting place. And until then, um, might I take you around the the city? Show you where things are? feel like I should be with Zoramir and Namoria, if you'll excuse me. Let's all let's all head there with them. So he leads you to uh, the first eastern wing of Lenore's Fay and down a past a, a few ornate homes, and at the end, at the end of the road is a small house built of stone. You can see statues surrounding it with emerald lights kind of illuminating the outside. And as you walk in, you see uh, Nemoria has laid Alberon to rest there on a stone slab. And Kalthalis comes up behind Zormir again and just kind of rests both of his hands on his shoulders. I'm sorry, my friend. If you could do something to bring him back, we could. We're so close to going on adventures together as brothers. I understand this corruption in the forest has taken so many so many good death was for nothing was not for nothing it believe me no death is for nothing Please, allow my people to dress him in the clothes of our ancestors and let us give him an elvish burial as per our customs. Nothing would be give me greater honor than to allow him to be put to rest by you kind folk. 
we shall prepare. Tomorrow we shall lay him to rest. Tomorrow? It takes our people time to go through the rites. We want him to pass through the gates unscathed. My trust in you. Might I have your name so that we can send your well wishes to him as he passes through? You can call me Zoramir, friend. We shall. And turns to Nemoria and kind of looks you up and down. I see you. Must be a cleric. Would you also I like am. to... Send rights to your own god for his soul? No. Very well. What might you be called? My name is Nemoria. Nice to meet you all. I will step outside, let you all say your peace, and then we can show you around to what's around here. Thank you. He stands at attention and bows slightly and steps outside. As you all circle the ornately carved marble uh, slab where now Alberon lays to rest, the room has a sense, calming sense, and you can smell light smells of burning incense. It's a peaceful place. What do you want to do? Well, I'll walk up to his body and um, I still have the uh, the dagger that we picked up by the pedestal, right? Yep. I'm going to take that dagger and gently fold his arms over his chest so that his hands are grasping the dagger and uh, in a clutching fashion over his chest. You see Zoromir place the dagger in his hands and gently lift each one up, place it on the hilt of the dagger, leaving a lingering hand on there as he stares at Alberon intently. If we could have time, we could have had more time together, brother. We were so <clears throat> close to going on our adventures like we used to as children. Sorry it had to end this way. Never been one for big words. But hope to meet you one day. Neither of us are very very religious, but if there is an afterlife, I'm sure you'll be waiting there for me. 
I take a step back. You see Zormir step back, eyes welling up with tears. I kind of walk away from the group and kind of just sit in a corner with my head in my hands. I'm just going to walk up to Alvaron. Just, um, just going to bend over and I'm going to whisper some things in his ear. Stand up, bow my head to him, and walk away. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Take another swig. had a lot of heart, kid. Put a little bit out, and I walk away. You see Grayson reach up and in a reverent manner, takes his flask and pours a bit out on the floor. You hear it splash. It almost echoes in your ear just from the silence in this place and turns and nods at Zoramir a bit and walks out. I did not know you long, Alperand. But... sacrificed your life for those who you barely knew and for that you deserve honor only as the only manner I know how and then I'll start to chant in the way of uh, my tribe when we have when we send people off uh, when they pass. It'll just be a low, rhythmic hum. We'll just continue on for a few minutes. Okay. Zoramir, you hear this deep, rhythmic sound coming from Blaylock as you look over and his eyes also kind of reddened with sadness as this sound just kind of soothes you as he sends his goodbyes to Alberond in his own way. I'm going to slowly stand up um, from where I was sitting in the corner and just kind of shuffle my way over to uh, Blaylock and in a moment of sensitivity that you don't often see from him, I'm just going to 
go up and just wrap my arms around Blaylock's waist and give him a hug. That 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 was beautiful, Blaylock. Can't hear you, bud. I didn't hear anything. Could you hear me now? Yeah. How are you? Oh, like apparently. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> he deserved anything I could give him. It is the least I could do for the sacrifice he made for me. I'm gonna kind of I'll put my I'll put my hand on his and just around his, his shoulder or I mean probably down on his shoulder my <laughs> kind of sniffle Albron loved music you feel like your fur start to get a little moist it peed on you <laughs> <laughs> want to do from here leave the room okay Grayson uh, you, you left completely so you step outside and you see Kelthalis there if there's anything you wanted to say to him before everyone else comes comes out this booth up there too yeah but he keeps like wandering around to the different houses. He seems to know everyone here. All right. Uh, yeah, well, that's going on. I'm not trying to be rude. And it's obviously a lovely looking place you got here. But how long have you been down here while things have been going to shit up there? No offense taken. I understand your reservations, but uh, when we had to leave the heart tree, we lost a lot of our best men. And we don't have the armies to go in there. Most of our people were women and children and elderly and farmers. We're working to rebuild. It takes time. You call this place a sanctuary. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Take another swig. Sanctuary. Yet I've never heard of it. It's a secret to only our most trusted friends. Boothok must have trusted you greatly. And his information he has must have be of great importance to bring you down here, knowing the penalty if something bad were to happen. Who is this broken king? The broken king 
is he who ruled in the heart tree before it all went away. He's my father. And do you guys know what caused the corruption? We have our thoughts. But my father would probably be best to speak of this. Not I. It's not my place. Step aside. As you step aside, without turning to look at you, he kind of looks up into the sky a bit. You know, I think you're going to enjoy the wine we have here, though. <laughs> if it's as good as this one, I shake the bottle. You're probably <laughs> right. Very few things we were able to take with us, but elven wine is not something you leave behind. I kind of just sit down Indian style. Eventually, Nemoria walks out. Blaylock and Zoromir. Well... He turns to you. While nothing I can say could comfort you in this time of loss, at least let me show you what we have to offer here. And especially a place to rest. It looks like all of you have seen more restful times. Merely stand. I know formalities are in order, but this trip has taken a toll on me physically, mentally, spiritually. I guarantee, friend, it won't take long. What do you want us to do? I'll show you around and get you to our local inn for you to stay. We don't get many visitors, so don't expect much. You got anything to drink? Yes, uh, at the end. Let's, uh, this way, let me show you what the Vey has to show you. And he begins walking forward. And as you get around the city square where the giant fountain is, he kind of raises a hand at a place. Here we have um, the silvered blade. It's ran by a, a, a very talented elf, Yolnish Everketch. Um, any of your needs, 
Yolnish will be able to take take care of. Yes. Just send us a list. Yeah, I'll take so care of it. This is the end. This is the silvered blade. It's uh, weapons, armors. Oh, okay. Sorry. Takes you a little farther and points up at a sign. You see a small black pot kind of swinging from a post off the ornate building. It doesn't seem to fit in well here. Uh, here we have the Bubbling Cauldron. Uh, here you'll find Sharona Oakenbranch. Sharona can make anything. Very talented. We were blessed that she survived and was able to flee with us to this place. She's aided us greatly in our recovery. And finally, he takes you to a building on the east wing from the fountain uh, on the far side. And you see a sign that says Heart's Remembrance. Here we have the Heart's Remembrance. It's our only tavern and inn for the few visitors that do come, like Boothok. And you look around and Boothok's not with you. And he says, and speaking of, he must have went back out. Um, I'm sure he'll return. The tavern is run by Aethelmine Strongroot. Uh, I will secure your stays here and uh, whatever you need. They have food and drink as you... So eloquently put it, uh, Miss Namoria. I believe this is what you all seek more than anything I can show you right now. I don't mean no disrespect. I just kind of look at him, bow my head. I look at Zormir. You ready for a drink? And I turn around walk right on in well I'll, I'll uh and Nemoria walks away and he turns to who's there, uh, who's left um I will check in with my father and come retrieve you when he's ready to speak until then feel free to rest relax and enjoy what the city has to offer you and he gives you a bow is there anything I can do for you right now? Take a little bit of rest is what we really need. Well, I can get sleep a week. I've done quite enough. Thank you. And he, he nods and heads out. And Namoria, you you enter the tavern. It's um, it's it's large. It's it's a big place. Um, seems like it could house quite a few people. Very nice on the inside of the taverns that you've been into and the journeys here in Drakenwald. It's probably the nicest place you've been. A lot of 
it, it's not your riffraff kind of a tavern. Um, you can see that this is kind of an elegant place. Uh, there's gold uh, inset in places, and the the woodwork is very exquisite. And behind the the, the counter there is a rather for an elf. He's rather built. He's got a, a large frame, uh, kind of a chiseled jaw, dark hair that, that flows messily on his shoulders, wearing a, a simple white tunic and green pants. And he's, he kind of stands there cleaning a mug and nods at you as you come in, though it gives you a puzzling look because you're not uh, a, a typical resident there. But excuse me. I'm gonna look in, I'm gonna look at him, I'm gonna make eye contact with him. I'm gonna scan the room looking for a, a table off to the side and and see if he if he nods to me which way I can go to, to find a table off to the outer sides of away from people. There's plenty of tables around. There's only a, a few, maybe 10, 15 people that are even in there. Uh, and they all kind of look up as you come in, but then go about their business. Uh, all dressed finely um, there and he just motions uh, with a wide sweeping motion and kind of a raised eyebrow to sit wherever you like so I'm just going to motion him you know have him come on over as I walk over find a table with four or five chairs sit down wait for him to come okay One second here as things load up. A bard kind of sits in the corner and just strums a song as he comes over the table. What are the rest of you doing? The rest of the, well, you know, the, the, we're all still outside, correct? Yep. Um, a little more sober than you guys think I should be. I tell you, I'm going to head over to the uh, bubbling, bubbling cauldron. I'll, I'll be back here shortly. And I kind of straighten up and start heading in that direction. Okay. Ramirez. Yes, Gleelock. What will you do? Oh, I don't know if I can drink right right now. Not in grace and spirits, that's for sure. Maybe okay. just resting. It has been a while since we've rested in an environment. Where... My mind is heavier than it has been a long time, Gleelock don't know what to do with all these all these thoughts swirling around my head used to my biggest concerns being how I'm going to pull off the next pickpocket but this is this is something beyond what I had bargained for I'm going to roll my eyes and I'm just you know walk with him and push open the doors for both of us to go through do I notice him roll his eyes yeah oh yeah (laughs) Did you just 
Did you roll your eyes at me? How could you be mocking me in this, in this time? And some tears start to roll down my face again. Mm. Don't push it. But as, as close to me as you, Blaylock, you're making fun of me. You're going to get yourself put in an elven prison. They live a long time. And you don't. No, oh, I didn't say I was going to pickpocket these people. <clears throat> Come. Let's... Let's sit down. I'm walk over. I'm assuming we're walking over to the table that Namari is at. Okay. As you walk in, you see... A rather large elven person standing there and Nemoria as, as soon as you're about to order you see them come in so you kind of pause motion them over more over here guys oh. sir what is what is your name mine <laughs> I'm Ethel mine strongroot well Mr. Strongroot we lost a very good friend today Sad to hear that. Lost many of friends myself. Well, I appreciate your your respect. My little boy, this was his this was his brother. We uh what what do you got on tap? What we have here is elvish wine and a lot of it. Well, bring us bring all three of us around. And in about two minutes later, bring another round. And I'm just going to throw a gold piece on the table. Will this cover it? No. Well, there's more <laughs> where that came from. Just keep bringing Here. No, we, you cheapskate. Here we sell. Out of my establishment. <laughs> it's Elvish wine. We sell it by the bottle, and it's two gold a bottle. Okay. And so you, as you as you look around, you see everyone has a bottle on their table. So I throw in four. Give me, give me two bottles. He winks at you. Right out. Comes back and sets these very nice bottles of wine on the table, and grabs a, a few glasses and kind of moves them around the table. Enjoy. Let me know if I can get you anything else. Bring us you got any, uh, you got any stew or food in the back? Certainly. Lambus right, bread. Bring us, bring us bring us something to eat, please, if you don't mind, kind sir. We need something. No problem. <laughs> Nobody else caught that, did they? <laughs> so he goes in the back and, and he comes out with a uh, so, some nice smelling meat uh, and a couple uh, quarter wedges of bread and sets them down. There you How go. You, you know, lad here lost a brother. Tonight, it's on the house. Well, I appreciate it. I'll throw in one gold. Don't, you don't have to ask. You see they're empty? Just keep bringing. I'll make sure you're taken well care of, Mr. Strongroot. Thank you. And someone yeah. runs runs up to him real quick and 
he kind of bends down. All right. Seems you're staying here too. We got two rooms. They'll be fine enough for you. Well, there it is. Four of us. Let's settle up in the morning. He kind of gives you a wink, Sormir. It's okay, little one. It'll be big enough for you. A little frightened look comes across my face. I kind of, I kind of just look at him and say thank you, and just kind of like brush him off a little bit. Okay. I got a sour face on my face, and I'm just, I look at Zoramir. I slide one bottle over to him, and this is for you. You're going to need it. And then I just take two glasses and I pour, I pour uh, Blaylock in me a, a glass. Slam it down. Hold it up. Cheers to Alberon. I don't know if I should be drinking right now. Why? Like that's doing service to his memory. I should be. Alberon can't drink right now. Why should I? Don't worry about it. Is he here to tell you otherwise? Did he lay his life down for you? He laid his life down for all of us. Exactly. So lift the damn bottle up and toast to him. Uh, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I have it in me tonight to be drinking. We've got nothing else to do and nowhere else to go. We have a lot of problems, a lot of worries. We're going to take care of the worries tonight, little one. Or should I say, friend? I guess I'll... A lot. I'll drink to your toast, at least. Very well. So I hold it up. So, and I look at I look at Blaylock, and I look at him. Just We all clean glasses. And just down it. Do you all take a drink of it? Yep. Blaylock? Yeah, I'll have a drink. Okay. You poured out a couple glasses? Yeah. You have the bottle. Yeah, you have the second bottle. Yeah. I take take the bottle and a little shakily just yeah, cheers and take a little sip from the wine. Kind of swirl it around my mouth. So for all of you, for any alcohol you've ever had in your entire life, this has surpassed it by tenfold. Not only can you almost feel it when you take a drink, it's delicious. There are hints of blackberry and cherries and uh, all sorts of exotic grapes and a hint of a spice in it uh, that just swirls around your mouth and it almost takes your breath away at the flavor. Holy shit. I've never tasted anything like this in my life. Have you? Without saying another word, I just kind of take a deep breath, put my nose on the bottle and breathe in and I bring the bottle up and take another sip and you can see my eyes kind of looking around the room as I'm processing how good this tastes. Take another sip and then I take a deep breath and I just bring the bottle up and just start lugging the whole thing back. Okay. Like, yes! Yes! I'm going to need 
Uh, I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw. At disadvantage. <laughs> That's just him, correct? Yep. For right now. Ten. A ten. Okay. Um, oh, this is starting off good. Uh, you, you're, you're pretty drunk at this point. This is strong stuff and you just put down a bottle. Best you could. Um, so you have, uh, disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability checks, but believe you have advantage. Oh gosh. Okay. (laughs) I grabbed the bottle, fill my glass up. Bill Blaylock's glass back up, put the bottle down. And I just kind of look at him with a somber look. Heartbroken. Tears starting to come down my eyes. And I just tell him, I'm sorry. I couldn't save your brother. I am, I am torn so bad. That we lost him. And I am so sorry. <laughs> um, so it's okay, Namoria. I, I, I could tell you two were, we're gonna be best of pals. He he I he had that glint in his eye. He liked you. It's gonna be hard for the next weeks, months. So I'll do everything I can to try to make it up to you as best as I can for not being able to save you. I'm sure I'm sure you'll you'll be able to make it up in, in some way. Just gotta keep him in as our hearts. And drink back this did you guys taste this wine? This is delicious. It's really good. Why can't they sell this shit at other places? Man, they can make a killing off of this. All right. Blaylock, you feeling all right, buddy? I'm going to raise my, I'm going to raise the glass that's barely been drank at all. And I say to Alberand. Cheers. As he raises his glass, I'm going to push back my stool or seat or whatever and come up behind Blaylock and start trying to climb up his back to get onto his shoulders. Okay, make make a dexterity check with disadvantage. (laughs) Oh, no. I rolled a natural 20, but the other one was a three. Um... But I have a plus eight, so that's eleven. So he he sticks his foot right into your side, Blaylock, as he reaches up and grabs your one good horn, and your head kind of gets pulled back, and just instinctually you kind of shake your body, and he just falls off and hits the back of the floor. Reach down and pick you back up, say, "Buddy, buddy, we don't want to try to climb the mountain tonight." What happened? Sit down. I thought I was going up into a tree fort. 
Well, he is that big, but have you ever smelled a tree fork to smell like that? Like mud? Yeah. Wet? That's not him. Just sit here. Eat something. I know you've got to be hungry. What do we have for food? He brought us some food and some some bread and here's some stew. I pull the table or the, the food close to me and just kind of put my face into it and start chewing. Okay. Gotta be just as good as the wine. It's delicious. Definitely better than most things that you eat, Zoramir. Take a clump of the food and put it in my backpack. <laughs> okay. While you guys eat and drink, Grayson. Oh, he just went AFK. Can continue going. <laughs> I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take my plate or my food. Okay. It's like I have some work I need to do. I have I have lost much this journey as well. Nothing compared to you and your loss, Zoramir. But I my work is not yet done for the night. Where are you, where are you going? Blaylock, we're just—they're about to bring another bottle. We were gonna—we were gonna share. Enjoy, friend. Then I'll get up and just bring my plate. Uh, ask the innkeeper uh, where the room's at. Okay, he tosses you a key and shows you back to to one of the rooms. There's two rooms. The doors face each other. Uh, one on the west, one on the east. Uh, so you open the east door and walk inside um it's a big room it's easily four to five times bigger than rooms that you typically stay in when you guys stay at an inn it's a a really big place yeah it's a suite um the the bed is not just hay stacked in the corner it's actually uh been it's a really nice bed with a, a kind of a scarlet uh, bed sheets and, and covers with pillows um, with vaulted bed posts and canopies and there's dressers uh, in the corner and mirrors and all, all sorts of finery closets uh, there's a nice central rug in the middle um, it's a very nice place how many, how many beds did you say DM? There's, it's one bed, but it's, it's a very large bed. Uh, there is, there is a, a couch on the other side of the room. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, if there's a table in the room. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go over to the table and just spread out everything, uh, all of my equipment tools lay out the tools okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna set it out there i'm gonna look at the uh the, the plans um for and and what i've gathered and just and and just start perusing through uh all of my notes and everything okay 
Anything else you want to look at while you're in there? Nope, that's it for right now. Okay. Grayson, you walk back over to the uh, the bubbling cauldron and yes. walk inside and as you as you enter, you see kind of a shorter uh, elven woman with almost a, a white hair uh, laying across her shoulders. Um, just one leather strand wrapped around her brow and she has her back turned to you and her, she's got a kind of a light blue dress that flows over her shoulders and down to the ground. And you can hear the, the sounds of bubbling and uh, popping. And as you walk in, Oh, she kind of jumps as uh, something pops in front of her and you, you hear kind of a hiss and smoke rise up and you, you notice that she doesn't hear you come in. What do you need, man? Oh, what do we have here? You come into my shop? I heard you might be able to help me out. Oh, could be, could be. What? Oh, uh, well, you're not an elf. Uh, would? Where do you come from? Uh, not from this island, but. I'm here now. We, oui, uh, I see. Well, I am Sharuna Oakenbranch. It's a uh, pleasure to meet you. Uh, likewise. Like you have a fine establishment here. I like to think so. So, here tell that you can, that you dabble in magics. All sorts. And you can make almost anything. I like to think I am quite skilled with my hands. And she kind of gives you a wink. <laughs> well, I'm kind of got a challenge. Uh, do you do enchantments? Enchantments? Why? But of course. I'm looking for a couple of things to have made. Okay. Uh, we were just in a place, and as you know, we can't see very well in the dark. Oh, quite a problem. It can be, especially when you're God knows how far underground. Right? <laughs> no, underground, you must be silly. <laughs> Yeah, I wish it was. Anyway, uh, an acquaintance, a friend of mine, has these goggles that illuminate in the dark. Ah, yes. I'm kind of looking for something in that nature. Well, well, it's... Uh... I, of course, have the capabilities of doing that. Um, but it comes down to how much you want to spend. Well, I'm not sure how much these things cost. I don't really use 
anything much more than my two hands and the weapons I have with me, so... But of course, we will give you, uh, I have a, uh, a basic pair I can enchant for you, and that would cost you about uh, 50 gold pieces. It would allow you to see right around you. Uh, yes, yes. And if you want to spend more for about uh, 300 gold pieces, I can make some that give you dark vision that would allow you to see say 60 feet out in front of you in complete darkness you said 60 feet yes okay well i'm definitely interested my second request this flask your elven wine never ending <laughs> you and everybody else <laughs> So, you want the enchantment for never-ending wine on your flask, huh? That would be... That would be lovely. <laughs> Do you uh, maybe have a problem? No? Doesn't seem to be a problem to me. <laughs> maybe uh, I ask your companions, uh, no? <laughs> well, I think they're all getting... Uh, Nookered over at the bar. Well, I, I will tell you this. The enchantment I can do, yes. Will it be the fine quality wine that uh, we we make here uh, in the Vey? No, it will not. That wine takes time, and that wine is the best you will find in all of Drakenwald. But uh, we'll get some some elven wine, a cheaper one, and uh, it'd be about 175 gold pieces for that. No? Okay. So that was 300 gold goggles. 175. Okay. Oh, let's see. And how long will it take you to make these? Both of them? That will take uh, some time for sure. I don't have a lot of time. It's, I'm not sure how long we'll be down here. It's, uh, I mean, we are, we are talking days. I could probably talk them into staying down here for a couple of days. For both of them, uh, they would probably take uh, probably four days. Okay. Let's see. And it's ten. How many silver is one piece of gold? Uh, ten silver. Ten silver. Okay. So I'll hand over the flask. Okay. 
Uh, I'm transferring the silver over to gold. Anyway. That's fine. So I have no gold. And it is paid for. So you pile everything on the counter? Yep. Well, I must say, I did not think you had the money with you. But I will get started right away. You arrive at the tavern, and what have you guys been doing at the tavern during this? Blaylock's in the room. He, he got up and left, so Nemoria and Zormir, what are you doing? We are we are still drinking. Okay. Uh, I'm going to need you to make a constitution check. What else is going on in the tavern? There's just people in there, having some drinks, eating some food. No, like no real activities or anything. Nope. I rolled a uh, twenty-three natural. Can't roll a twenty-three natural. The dice is only I twenty. A 20. <laughs> I rolled a twenty. It's twenty-three total. Okay. All right. Me and my three extra. Uh, okay. What do you want? To, what are you guys doing? You got that bottle finished? Uh, there's more bottles? I can always get more. Oh, let's go on a hunt. I'm going to stand up and just start walking. I just grab him by the back of the shirt right as he starts standing because I just have this feeling I know what he's going to do. I'm going to try and slither out of it. All right. Um, uh, strength versus strength. <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, snap. Another 25. <laughs> okay, uh, he holds on. Come here, buddy. Where are you going? Break Zormir's neck. Break his neck. Sorry, oh, man. I just want to walk around the tavern a little bit. Okay. Do I... Why? Can a man not explore? Well, it all depends. Well, it's you first. Not gonna steal anything, Namoria. Yay. What makes you think I was thinking you were gonna steal something? You always assume that of me. Well, is it not true? Person or something. Well, you do have you do like to have the five figure discount. So if you walk around I'm going to be watching you. I just give him a big grin and I stand up. Okay. See if we can go find somebody to dance with. I am going to go and try and find the kitchen. Okay. I mean, you see the door where uh, where Edelmine has gone in to get the food and that kind of stuff. He's currently gonna, not out there, so. I'm going to stumble into the kitchen. What kind of? Try to watch him as he's walking through, just trying to keep my eyes on him. Shoot, stumble through, and the door kind of 
swings behind you and you see a, a kitchen, some stuff bubbling and you smell the, the different smells and Edelmine comes around the corner. <laughs> what are you doing back here? Hey, friend. Uh, your food is delicious. Oh, shite. <laughs> I want... Your food is most delicious, but I've come, been wanting to try to cook for a little... I'm going to try and cook back c- here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> right mm-hmm. back out here. Any I, gra- got, I have some meat in my bag I want, but mean in the good... There's this choice meat back here. People, yeah. people it, pay big money for this. C- come on. And he grabs a hold of your shoulders and is kind of pushing you out the door. and Trying to squirm and... Want to, I want to squirm out of his arm, his grasp, and get over to a oven or a stove or okay. something. Okay, make a make a strength check. <laughs> um, fifteen. Was that with disadvantage? Oh, I still have, I do have some uh-huh. yeah. nine. <laughs> so you you try to push forward and just like with one hand, he he just kind of lifts you up and pushes you through the door and out the other side and he kind of makes this face at Nemoria while he's holding you up in the air and your feet are just kind of squirming and he walks over to the table and gently sets you down I believe you lost something I I I seen him go back I didn't know what his motive was sir I, I, I apologize not a problem has he let go of me yeah I'm gonna take off sprinting towards the kitchen I'm going to try to grab him as he takes off. Okay. Make, um, <laughs> what is that? Athletic. <laughs> it's not athletics. What's the other one? Um, acrobatics. Acrobatics, acrobatics. check. Acrobatics. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, me or him? Uh, you. Oh, him. Both of 11. you. I got an 18. Is that with disadvantage? Uh, I have a plus 11. <laughs> You rolled it with this. Yeah. And that. yeah, that was with disadvantage. Jeez. I have a plus zero to it, so it doesn't matter. So he gets away and starts heading back there. And you feel the floor shaking a bit as huh. this shadow kind of comes over the top of you. And a, and a massive hand comes down. And grabs a hold of you and takes you over and lifts you up again. I'm just going to be hanging with my arms crossed. <laughs> it takes you over to the table and sets you down. Now, the next place I tell you take you will be to your room. Now, behave oh. yourself. You lost a lot. I understand. Here. Keep it here. And let's go. I apologize. I apologize to him. I said I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm just trying I'm just trying to help him put put some just some this bad juju behind him and, and just trying to you know just trying to help him out and your wine is absolutely amazing to begin with. And look how small he is. Alright, so maybe I shouldn't have gave him the bottle. But he did lose his brother, and so I didn't, 
you know, usually we get some swill that's pretty shitty and you can drink all night and not get a buzz. And then you guys come along with your beautiful wine and man, let me tell you, that's so good. I'll cut him off for now. But I appreciate you being lenient on him. He just nods and heads back to the kitchen. While they were talking, I was rummaging through my backpack and find a candle and plop that out on the table and continue looking. And then I kind of stop fidgeting, but while I'm still in the bag, I find my uh, tinderbox and I light a fire and light up the light up the mat of the uh, candle. Okay. What you doing, buddy? Just look over at him. And I, I reach in and I scoop out some of my meat and then I just start dangling it over the candle and Buddy, 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 no, 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 no. It already stinks. That meat is rancid. Okay. I'm just trying to get the meat nice and uh, crisp with the, the candle fire. So, so, it, it, so I'm going to try to change his mind. I'm like, listen, say, hey, 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 st- listen, just, just stop, stop. Put the meat away. Why don't you tell me about some of the things that you remember being with your brother? Let's talk mm-hmm. about your brother. What are some of the things that you remember when you guys were a kid? Okay, I put the meat back and I take the candle and would you like a drink? Absolutely. Let's I drink. the candle over to him. Okay. Oh, Elbron, Elbron, he, 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 but anyways, it was the opposite of me. He loved, he loved to dance. He loved his song, loved his music. He loved parties. It was just that he just liked to be happy and be a part of the festivities in town. That's cool. Good. Let's remember some more. Oh, he had a Russell Wander, is it? That's why it was so surprising that he managed to make it so far all alone. I don't know how he did it. Just... Tears start coming back. Just, just wish that he could have made it a little further. We were so close to getting him out of there, Nemoria. But, but think about it, Zormir. In our, in our life, you never would have thought you would have found him, especially here. I mean, holy crap. You you expected to never find him and be with him. It, it, it's just amazing how he ended up here. You know, I always I, I'm so glad you got to spend some time with him. Spend time, spend a few hours? I should be spending the rest of my life with him, Nemoria. Trust me, I understand. I feel your pain. I mean, listen, where I grew up, that's all I knew. We were hunted all the time. I know the no. pain of losing friends and family. We we weren't hunted. We were a peaceful. We just lived in the countryside. We minded our own business. We were 
We are not used to this kind of death, combat, violence. I know. I know. It's 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 hard to wrap your mind around. But I'm telling you, you in this party with us, you have done so much for us. You you have you literally you, you may be the smallest person here, but you have the biggest heart. And you have a lot of gut. I look cockeyed at him when he says that I have the biggest heart. Listen, <laughs> you really do. Think about it. I mean, yeah, you hide behind us, but those darts on your hand, those daggers around your wrist, those things are amazing. I raise up my wrists and procure, procure them. You kind of look them over. They just hum in your fingertips. Those things are badass. But what I really want to know, how do you spew acid? I spew acid? I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes, sometimes I cough a little bit. What are you talking about? You took out three guys with that acid. That was, that was badass. Tell me how you do it, so maybe 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 I can do it. I start avoiding eye contact with them. Oh, we just get some more food, Nemoria. All right. I just thought I would ask because because I'm intrigued. I I'm a caster. I, I cast spells for a living. I just thought it would be kind of cool to see what what it was that allowed you to do things like that. I'm not here. I'm not here to place blame or or to make you look bad or feel bad. I, I was just curious. I don't want to talk about it. Very well. I'll respect that. There's a lot of things that I don't want to talk about either, and I understand. But someday you're gonna to have to talk to me and tell me about it. I'm your friend. I'm not. I'm not here to make you feel bad. I just curious. Tell you what, let's, let's go get some rest. Right. We got great wine, good food. You went back to the kitchen and tried to make your own food and help out the elves, and uh, and they don't want your help, of course. We, they want help in the kitchen. Let's go Not help anymore. them. That's a great idea, Namoria. No, about, no, no, no. About this time, Grayson, you walk in and you see Zormir's. Got one of his rancid pieces of meat over top of a, a candle uh, at the table. And Namori is kind of hunched over the table with, with her her elbows rested on the table and doing all these hand motions. Like typically you see when someone's really drunk and trying to convince something of something, uh, someone of something. <laughs> 10 minutes and all hell breaks loose is he at the table or is it, do, I, do we see him or is he oh yeah you see him he's coming up to the table hey hey where have Glass you been joint, haven't you Grayson I think we were just saying I think they want help in the, ki- in the kitchen want to come? Yeah. I'm sure they want your help in the kitchen 
They do. I can smell the bag from outside. Doesn't it smell delicious? No, not in the slightest. Memorial, why is he down here drunk off his ass? We are celebrating Alberon. Are, are, are you upset because I didn't ask permission or, or no. is everything all right? You do see how nice of a place this is. And I'm pretty sure you can tell that you're upsetting the other patrons. Have you tried their wine? That stuff is amazing. Yeah. You two should probably adjourn to upstairs. Well, guess what? You're sleeping with Blaylock. I don't have an issue with that. Well, I would, because that old boy needs a bath. Coming from the stink bag that you're going to be sleeping with. Well, he he's he's going to put that in your room. He's going to store it in your closet. Yeah, we don't have yeah. a closet. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. No, 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 my <laughs> bad. Come on, buddy. Just give him the bag. No, we'll no, no. My bag. Kind of stand up and look at Grace and wink at him like, I tried. Come on, I'm buddy. Clutching my bag close to my chest. Bring your bag. We'll stuff it in a closet in our room. Hopefully the smell doesn't permeate throughout the room. I sleep with my bag. That doesn't ever leave me. Well, then you're sleeping on the couch. How about we... Wait, oh crap, what was the name of the, the knife game? Uh, grab yep. Something. I'll, I'll play a game of snatch and grab with you over the bed. Gra- grab and stab. Grab and stab. Please phrase that again with grab and stab. Or with the... Uh, in- Please. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Fine. I'm grabbing. Right. And I kind of puff my chest out. Bring it up, Moria. All right. Um, so, Nemoria flips a coin onto the table. Um, you're letting Nemoria grab for it. Um, both of you roll decks. Uh, I'm gonna manage too. Are we oh, both gonna manage? I'm taking, I'm taking the coin. <laughs> okay. Are we both at disadvantage? Yeah, you're both at disadvantage. <laughs> what? Oh shit! Come on. <laughs> that was a knack. Damn it! What did you get? Nat twenty. I had a nat 20. Then I had to re-roll disadvantage. Rolled a 23. I snapped the gold, and I tell them to go upstairs. Again. Do we notice that he took the gold? (laughs) (laughs) You don't. Nemoria does. You just, like, you just kind of, like, thrust a dagger into the table, and at the moment that the dagger hits the table, um, like the music stops and everyone looks over because just to make it thunk. And nothing uh, to see here, folks. Nothing to see it's here. Upstairs now. Do not make me say it again. <laughs> I thought and, you were just our guy. 
and Aethel Lane comes out and he's he sees uh Zormir with the dagger in the table and he gets a really blank look on his face. I think it's time you all go rest for the evening. Why? Because he tried to this, stab me? This is not that kind of establishment. And he snatches the bottles that are there and the glasses that are there off the table. I look at I look at Grayson. I want my I want my coin back. Yeah, we'll see. Tomorrow you will give it back to me. Let's go, little one. And I just walk off. All right. Where are you walking off to? To the uh to the room. Okay. Um, which door are you trying to enter into? Am I drunk? There's or one to the I east think? and to the west, and you've not been I back there. Go, um, I'm going to go like grab the door to the west. Okay. You grab it and just start shaking the, the door wildly, and it's not opening. Damn it. Open. Just shake, 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 shake. Then I just kind of yell down the hallway. I need a key. Grayson, what are you doing? I turn to the barkeep. I um, apologize. Uh, obviously, they can't hold their liquor. I'll uh, and... I'll let this slide for tonight, just because of the lad's situation. But it's not the kind of place we are here. I completely agree. I don't think either one of them know the proper etiquette for someplace like this. We don't find ourselves in situations or establishments as nice as this on our travels so far. Again, I apologize. And I was told that we have rooms. Yeah, the, the tall one already took the room to the east. Sure, he'll let you in. He has the key. Here's the key for the West Room. And if you don't mind, I would like to have one of those bottles delivered to my room. I'll be in the West Room. Oh, no, no, you said he's in the East. Blaylock's in the East, yep. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in the East. Okay. And trust me, you won't see any of this from me. I hope not. I'll have it delivered shortly. Thank you. And you hear coming from the hallway the rustling of the door and we need a key! <laughs> As you walk down the hallway. Blaylock! Door I'm here! The key to the west door. Go to sleep. Grayson, my friend. Grab the key. Stumble for the lock. Put it in. Open the door. Come on, little buddy. Mm. Let's get some sleep. How do we get here? Do this tomorrow. I'm going to 
walk into the room, uh, bag still clutched to my chest, jump onto the bed, face down, and then just pass out. Okay. Grayson, you go to the east door. Of course, it's closed and locked. A knock. Blaylock, you hear knocking at the door. Mm, who's there? It's me. Uh, how much wine have you drank? Now come over there and open the door. Well, let's see. None other than what I had when I came in. Well, that's a shock. <laughs> well, you know, you did leave the other two out there to cause quite the ruckus. I, I have work to do. They are adults. Obviously, they are not, since we almost got kicked out of sanctuary. Either way, I look, it's like we're bunking together. Oh, that's fine. Um, here, I have helped me with this, and I'm gonna, I, I've got two uh, bags of gems that I haven't. Uh, and I need to uh, identify them. So I'd like to, and then I'll give one to, to Grayson. Uh, so I haven't sorted through these yet. I will do what I can. I'm looking for a diamond. One of them I thought you'd already been through. Uh, I wasn't sure. I still have it in my inventory. If I have, then, then that's I fine. think it was just... Uh, I, th I have one in there as unidentified bag of gems, and then it, I just got one today. Wait, I think oh I yeah, the, this uh, that's true. You had one bag of gems from before, and then the second bag you got did not have gems in it. Oh, it was just a. That's right. It was just a leather sack. I it, it had yeah, something yeah, in yeah. it, but it was yeah. it. It's not gems. Bag of gems unidentified with, sack. Yeah, because the bag <laughs> of gems had four hundred gold worth of gems in it. The one that the one that I thought was identified earlier. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, fine. So you can open up this, the pouch that you found. Sack. Yeah, yeah, I have a sack. Let's see what's in the sack. <laughs> so lots of testosterone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you open up the the small pouch and look inside, and it glitters back with this bright silver coin. And there's about a hundred platinum pieces in there. Shit. Oh. oh. Oh dear. Well, Grayson. Looks like we'll have to split this up among us. I need I need that works to find for me. It's quite Especially fine since there. I just went through some gold. Everything okay? Well, I didn't want to get caught with my pants down like I did in the dungeon. Torchlight can only do you so well if you're trying to sneak. And you and I both know that neither one of us can see for crap in the dark. But I so have these goggles. And I'll I, put them down on my face. <laughs> and because of that, I went across the street to see about getting a pair for me. 
angles. You could only see five yards, but it's better than zero. It is, but when my reach is farther than that, I need a little bit more. And I don't really spend a lot of gold on myself, so I figure, why not? But, yes, I could always use some replacement. And I'll tell you what, after what we just went through, you guys aren't paying me enough. <laughs> you did very well in that endeavor. Oh, man. More you realize than... how much I was soling my pants? I couldn't tell you how often I may have. I barely remember much of the root structure of the heart tree. I honestly do not know how we survived. No. That is more evil that I saw in three days than I've seen in my entire life. The addition, temporary as it was, of Alberon was crucial. We owe him a debt of gratitude. He definitely saved my bacon a couple times. Yeah. By the way, I take it back. You did, you did open one bag of gems that was earlier. You do have a second bag. Okay. The, the the first yeah, bag of gems. All I have written down was 400 gold worth of gems. Yeah, that one you already looked at and had Zormir look at. It had a sapphire worth 200 gold, a diamond worth 50 gold, and various other gems worth 150. I do believe I snagged the sapphire without anybody yes. realizing what it was. Holding on to the, onto the uh, gems. But you do have another bag, so it's still here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here, let us look at this. Then I'll pour out the bag of, uh, of gems. As you pour it out, you see one large clear diamond come clinking out as well as a large black stone uh, slides across the table. That's if you don't mind, I could use this. Are you talking about the diamond? The diamond, the stone. Hmm. What? What? I want to, I'll cast a tech magic. Okay. Neither one of them glow. Well, it's not putting off any magical. Neither one of them are magical. Um, you you notice that the the black stone is. I mean, you've seen this kind of stone before. It's not super common, but it's a—it's called a jet. Jet. Yes, are you talking to Grayson? Uh, both, of us. both of you have probably seen these kind of stones before. That is, is a stone. Hmm. Hmm? Are, are these just like something we would see? With other rocks? Yeah, you would like... you would see them. People like to polish them up and put them into various um, ornate necklaces or rings or things okay. like that. Okay. But if you want to know the values of them, you can do an intelligence check on on the gems. Yeah. I'll, I'll, do, I'll take care of that. Okay. 
24. Oh, okay. The diamond is worth, uh, in its current shape, worth about 150 gold pieces. And the jet is worth 200 gold pieces. don't know what is about to transpire but be on guard and i'm going to i'm going to pull out the staff okay and i'm going to i'm just i want to um, just give it a tap hello i am leo from Dynacon von Giermechanon the third you may refer to me as leo mm, leo i have the required Diamond, you inquired about what next? And you see his form just kind of flickers there for a moment. Um, and something in the staff, you just hear a, and it's like a small door there. And inside there is a, a perfect setting to set the gym. contraptions in there and I'll stick the gem into the slot as you stick the diamond into the slot the, the door slams closed and you see uh, kind of a, a white light start at the bottom of the staff and fire up forward and it hits the head of the staff and the whole room just illuminates with a bright light uh, oh. oh dear and it, yeah. it focuses back down and Leo this might be bad. <laughs> Leo flickers up and blah, 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 that feels much better. Wow. Oh, hello. You must be Blaylock. If you didn't know, I am Leo Frendonicon von Gearmechanon the third, and you have found my staff. I I have, and we have met. It seems that your memory is still lack it, for now. It's not as much the memory as this thing is broken. Well, that's that is that is true. Grayson, can you hear him? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> you can now see him, but you can't hear him. Well, I've got me, like, visual, but audio is a bit. <laughs> 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 is that who you've been talking to? He is. But he can be kind of a nuisance. Nuisance? I'm not a nuisance. You're a nuisance. In, in You're a nuisance. <laughs> I am the greatest artificer who ever lived! I look forward to our future discussions. Future discussions? We have to fix this thing. You don't even know the power that it has. Yes, I, I understand. It's just good to be able to talk with someone else who... Oh, I'd like to talk. ...who has the, the drive that I do. I have a lot of drive. I like to drive. I like gears. Do you like gears? I am a fan. I love gears. 
So. Hire. Well, let me tell you what you did. You replaced the focusing lens. We've needed the focusing lens so that all the magic can focus properly down the staff into the transducer that goes off the end of the head and allows a powerful blast to exit the, the staff. That makes sense, but to what end? Well, now, focus, without the focusing lens, nothing works. But now that we have that... Oh. You're not at risk of the staff blowing up in your hands anymore. A very early discovery when I built it. That is advantageous. Yes. Grayson, the, the staff won't explode anymore. Was it? I don't think <laughs> I ever saw it explode. Yes, yes. And that thing is mouth is moving quite it, a bit. It was it was a risk. That thing's mouth is moving quite a bit. Somebody's Mr. Fancy pants. He says you're a uh, very nice, nice man. I said he was a fancy pants. And he likes your pants. (laughs) This old thing. (laughs) So. Anyways, there's many ways to enhance the staff to make it more powerful. And this is this is good. Hmm. We uh, we have much to discuss, Leo. Good. I am glad that you're you're on the up and up. Hmm. Yep. Yep. However, what are you going to repair first? Uh, well, you can't repair what you don't have. I have lost, and I'll start to describe to him my uh, the servant. It's like I was able to imbue a gem as the heart of a creature. Ooh, one gem. Of the art, yes. One whole gem. One gem. One. Yep. One. Yep, one. Mm. (laughs) And I... Was devoured, and now I must start anew. Well, fix him. You can't fix what is not present. It well, must be present for me to fix. I need to start anew. You should build him so he looks like me. We could be the bestest friends. Can I transfer your memory? No, nope. I'm bound here. No. Hmm. But you can make him look like me. Yes, but he won't. He won't be. Do you think I'm a pretty gnome? This this servant is. I I will work on this. I guess you will. You are an adequate model. Adequate? You don't even know my power! You don't have wings. Ah. I don't need wings. I make things explode. <laughs> oh, good. And now that you can focus... Yep, I can focus. I am focused. You, Laser focus. You won't explode. Mm. Mm. Now... 
have much, much to discuss, but I'm, I, we are being rude because. Because of that guy over oh, there. Oh, you're fine. You're, you're fine. Uh, I, I'm like putting, distributing the money. Mr. Mr. Fancy Pants. Mr. Fancy Pants, count his money. Leo. Yes? Did you ever get people to appreciate your work? Nobody ever appreciates my work. Listen, listen. You're an artificer too, right? So... You, you understand. You build these fantastic tools. They're amazing. You hand them to someone and they're like, eh, garbage, or they never use them. They just put them on their feet. And uh, you know, yes. These hands know your pain. Mm. Yes, you put your heart and soul into what you create. So, and they yeah. cast it off. Yep. And forget about it. So, I had to get to the point where I, I said, Read my lips! No new inventions! So, I didn't do any new inventions! And I went into the mountains, and this is the culmination of my entire life! So, you focused on the staff and its development rather than on multiple implements. I see. Maybe oh, that's yeah. what I'm missing. I pulled my whole heart and soul into this thing. Hmm. What happened to you? Well, after uh, after I built this, the world kind of fell apart, and I thought, you know, you know, Leo, one of these days, somebody's going to come along. And they're going to be as smart as you. So, maybe if I transfer my consciousness into here, I can guide them to be as smart as me. Little did I know that orcs like to use sticks for things I can't even speak of. I've been shoved places. I've been shoved places I should not have been shoved. And... Over many years. It's a lot of places. That's horrifying. It is really horrifying. Have you ever... <laughs> it's so bad. It's... It's... Okay, friend. Hmm. Do you still know this conscious transfer? It was a long time ago, but I, I'm sure we could get to that point. That is interesting, because my time here is temporal, and to be able to live on, ah, brilliant, Leo. Mm. Yes, you must tell me more about this as we travel. But we have a few things you can fix. I mean, the selection dial is broken. The enhanced batteries are way out of whack. The MVP uh, is nowhere even close to being ready for work. And what's a staff like this without a scope? Ah, uh, scope. Hmm. But the battery, the battery, we can find a source. What kind of source? 
And it just needs repaired. It's all there. It just hasn't oh. been repaired. Really? Hmm, show me. Nope. Put the staff on the table. Can is he like sticking out of the stick, or is he? What, I mean, what he just kind of floats above it, like a like a holograph, uh, hologram so projection. If, if it roll, yeah. Like, as you roll it, it he kind of just stays always on top. Okay, so he's just kind of he's still standing vertical. He's not sitting yeah. over to the side. If I set the staff over, yeah. Okay. Hmm. So this here is the battery. This seems right. And a, a bit of the staff you hear gears turning and, and like with a bunch of age and rust and dirt just and, a, and a little compartment slides open and you can see wires have been cut gears are broken inside all sorts of things that need this to this perpetual battery system to work are, are no longer working i i see where you were going with this uh, this this is this is ingenious. Yeah, well, of course it is. I built it. We, we. If you look at anything here and you're like, this looks really smart, duh. I built it. Well, and with that, let's, let's begin with the list of what needs to be done. That one just needs some work. Now, if you want to use the selection dial, you're going to have to replace all the focusing crystals in the selection dial. Oh, no, not not the selection dial. Mm. Yep, I need, um... It, they're going to have to be good ones. Probably gems worth at least 200 gold pieces. they got to be nice and big. Mm. But you're going to need an emerald, a sapphire, a citrine, a lapis luzi, a jade, a jet... An eye agate, a carnelian, and an amethyst. Well, yeah, that's not much. Nope. Looks like you spent most of your time in seclusion finding gems. You make friends with dwarves. Uh, dwarves are happy with little mechanical toys. So you just make them, and then you just jack the prices up. Ah, uh, that, that they are. Well, good. So at this point, I'm gonna work on my whip. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. You just see him laying it down, and of course, Blaylock's having this conversation with this thing, but you can't hear what he's. Uh, you can't hear what he's saying. Uh, that is a nineteen, eighteen. Okay, that's a success. And you, you see Leo kind of looking around and he's he's like, well, look, that looks like a jet. It, yes, it is a jet. Let me discuss this with the others. Before well, I... you should just stick it in like the orcs did. Yes, but ooh. just stick it in slowly. Ah, well, <laughs> I will confer. The horse! My, my <laughs> colleagues. Confer with what? This jet. Mm. Well, oh. um, you, you use the diamond, and they don't know about it. Yes. I'm pretty sure they're not going to know about a black stone. Mm. We, of I... course, I'll know. Mm. And, and I'll, What's it I'll worth set, to you? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> set down uh, ten of the plat. 
on the. On I the, see nothing. <laughs> I'll take the jet and then I'll stick it into the dial. Okay. So as you get the jet near near the staff, um, you hear more gears turning, and it kind of slides out a plate, and what you see is a giant ring, and in the ring is circular cutouts that look like they hold the gem. Perfect. Right here. I go back to the whip. <laughs> so you place it in, and again, you, you hear energy, and Leo's like, <laughs> you put one in here! And it slams shut, and you notice that the end of the the like the the staff is flat, and just out of the outside is a is a small ridged area, which is the flat of that, and it's a dial that you can turn from the outside of the staff. Ah, excellent, Leo. You have given me a focus again. I lost it when I lost loyal. This Tur- this gives me heart. Hey, turn the dial. Then I'll turn the dial. And you hear it click, and all of a sudden the the staff, which is normally, you know, kind of warm, gets instantly cold. My. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not not fire? Ice. Hmm. Hmm. I I look over at Grayson. And is and uh, I'll look at the, uh, the 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 light stores right above him. So I guess what is it? A torch? A candle bra? Yep. Okay. And I'll aim at the uh, uh, at the candle bra. Okay. One second. Hope you're not shooting the gun. Same way. All right. Um. As you hold on to it, you feel it. And this skeletal ghostly hand reaches out and hits the light and just ice goes and shatters up into the the ceiling. So now if you're selected on the jet, you can cast chill touch. Ah, Leo, you are nothing short of amazing. I know. You were able to change the chemical structure in order to you to to remove the heat rather than ex- that's amazing. Hmm. I told you, I'm the greatest. And meek to boot. Oh yeah, very humble. Grayson, did you see that? I did. As little yeah. pieces of frost kind of just drip from the ceiling as it melts onto you. So now we have fire and ice. We we do. And this is just the beginning. There's so much to repair. And the potential is is uh, endless. And then I start pointing at the staff. It's like, here's the 
here, here's the canal for the battery, and then here's the dial, and this is the focusing iris where we used it, that we where we stuck the diamond, and this helps me to, uh, and I'll just start going into this great detail <laughs> as to what's, what what the staff does, uh, and and um, have, there's a lot of energy uh, coming from ye old Blaylock. Yeah, good Blaylock. That's uh, that's kind of that's, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Don't don't you think this is this is quite the find? Look at this and 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 it just it just pointing and then and then and then popping out the battery cable and then pointing at the gears and, and <laughs> you got yourself a fancy fancy stick. Yes, yes. And with that, we're gonna end for tonight. On that note. Oh, <laughs> It is that time, yeah. Um, You're gonna be so tired of Leo. Uh, he's gonna, uh, gonna self destruct. Thank you all for coming. Thank the players. Do a great job. Um, we'll be back next week, seven p.m., and uh, we'll be ready to go to explore Lenoris Bay and find out what's here. So, again. Take care, and we will see you next week. Peace.